Welcome to the second ever Vint podcast. We've had a pretty exciting week here being the first platform to bring wine futures to the masses. Uh, and this is going to be a really exciting episode this week. Um, we're bringing you the people who do everything behind the scenes, how the platform works, how the platform um, comes into fruition, uh, what goes behind the design. We have the the tech team here joining us to introduce themselves, tell you all a little bit about themselves, what excites them about Vint. Uh, and yeah, so I'll turn it over to Billy to talk a little bit about today's collection that's been going well. And then he'll turn it over to Patrick to introduce everybody on the tech team. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. So um, my name is Billy again. Um, you guys probably got to know me in the last episode, but I'm the head of wine here and it has been an exciting day. Um, we've, we've really seen a lot of excitement and a lot of good response to this collection. Um, it's, it's well over 70% sold out at this point. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been really exciting. I, I think something we we've talked about, but haven't really hammered home a lot is how hard it really is to get these, um, wine features, these Bordeaux, um, features, the wine that's still in barrel to get these shares is, is really difficult. They're really heavily allocated, especially for the, the top first growth. So to be able to offer, um, the wide breadth of, chateau that we were able to offer and then four of the five first growth it's been it's been really exciting and we've seen a great response this is um by far our largest collection um if it was any other uh collection at this point it would be sold out pretty much so um it's been an exciting day and we're we're excited to see this one and um are happy that we're the first platform to really make these available to everyone rather than just a, a select few continuing our democratization um, but yeah, as Nick mentioned, uh, none of this would have been possible without our platform, you know, being up and running and looking great now. You guys may have noticed a, an awesome refresh. So we want to introduce the guys behind the scenes who, you know, are bringing that refresh to life and making sure that you can invest in um, that the process goes smoothly. So I will introduce now Patrick, uh, our CTO and co-founder, who will then also introduce you to Eric and Josh on our team. Nice. Thanks for the intro, Billy. So like Billy said, I'm co-founder and CTO. So I guess I've been on this, this journey for, I guess, two years now, along with Nick. Um, a little bit about me. I guess my background, I was previously at Capital One. I was working on an internal team there for the identity team. Essentially, I worked on an application responsible for verifying government-issued IDs. And I, I guess I'm just kind of mentioning this as most of like my experience kind of comes from more of a like back end behind the scenes um, functionality. So I don't know if for those of you who are around, like when we first launched, the site wasn't as pretty as it could have been. Um, I guess bringing on Eric was like a big change for us. Um, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but this was going to lead me into introducing Eric. So now I'm, I'm <laughs> lost. Uh, you got to love it. No, I it, it's the website wasn't that bad looking. It's just you know over time um, you get refreshes and it looks better as the team grows. Um, but thanks for the intro. Um, I'm Eric, um, the lead product designer um, for Vint, and honestly, it's it's such a 
a, a roller coaster to be on this journey in a good way, um, just because there's such an opportunity um, for us to build something that hasn't really been built before. And I think in a way that's kind of like what excited me to join the company. Um, Patrick and Nick um, both reached out to me through um, a connection um, a little bit over a year ago, I think. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was an instant just, hey, we need somebody to design some pages. Can can we work together? And we did a couple of hours um, of different kind of works and eventually led to that MVP site that we pushed live back in um, June. Um, and now in July, at the end of July, I was basically brought in to just really grow the platform a little bit more, um, get to interview a lot of um, our investors, um, trying to understand who our um, main users are, what we can do um, with our platform to help solve um, any of the desires. Um, so all of that I'm diving into in this past couple of months and and, and yeah, my background comes a little bit from a marketing side um, with a design um, background on that. Um, worked in a lot of different sectors, whether it's healthcare or um, technology um, or uh, just marketing in general. Um, and, and in the last two years, I basically wanted to take a more human-centered design approach. Um, so I... I started doing some programs and, and, and some certificates that allowed me um, to be a better um, user experience designer um, using some of the tools that I had already learned. And I can I'm continue building on that. And, and honestly, it's just been really, really, really nice to, to see what I can do and what I can create with the help of Patrick and Josh now um, moving forward um, on our platform. So so yeah, definitely a little bit of a mouthful from my end, but um, yeah, just excited to continue to roll out features, roll out new designs, roll out new experiences that for a fact that no um, users um, will enjoy coming back to our website every single time. Um, so I'll pass it back to Patrick. Patrick, I don't know if you want to introduce Josh or in that way um, I can introduce Josh, whichever way is fine, but. Yeah, no, I'll say like Eric has done a great job with coming up with like a lot of our experience and things like that. There's just been some limitations on my side of being able to implement them correctly, which boom, enter Josh. Um, <laughs> Josh is a, I guess, wonderful colleague and, and friend, and I'll let him talk about his background. Uh, hey, I'm Josh. I am a senior full stack software engineer with a little over six years in the industry. I previously worked at CarMax building uh, the web platform that we use to serve millions of customers every day. Uh, I'm really excited to be here about at Vint. I'm really excited about the fast startup pace culture. I'm really excited about building an investment platform for all of our users. I'm really excited to make uh, using that platform uh, actual delight uh, working with Eric. I'm really excited about uh, the user experience going forward. I think what we're building here is really great. Awesome. Well, can you guys, you know, it's a, it's interesting to kind of give a little insight into the makeup of a team. Can you guys talk about a little bit which, like what each role kind of does and how you guys kind of work as a cohesive unit and how one piece is kind of not necessarily useless, but it's harder to get the most out of them without the others? I'll say that um, around like that process, like we're still kind of ironing out that process as we kind of figure out how like each other best work. Um, one, I'm like on our own, but two, like kind of in a group. Um, so I guess kind of in the beginning, it was just 
um, you know, me kind of developing things at will. I mean, then we brought on Eric and we started to talk more about like, what is the experience like? How can we drive um, user through our platform more frictionlessly? Um, and now as we continue to add on more people, um, I guess there's more coordination in terms of like what work has the most priority in terms of like what needs to get done and how can we get ahead on work that's coming along down the line um, in terms of like setting ourselves up for success whenever that priority then comes for future work. So I would say we're, we're figuring that out. Um, yeah, I, currently, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I I'll chime in. Um, I, I, I think I, I, we've shared this before in past clubhouse calls, but you know, one of the biggest challenges like joining in um, a startup is you're mostly wearing multiple hats um, and you're focusing on different parts of the business um, based on your skill sets um, and, and the stage of life of the company. So generally, you know, Patrick, um, even though his experience is mostly an engineer, he's had to do a lot of other things that is not just development work. And, you know, in my, in my case, I've helped along, you know, Billy and the team a little bit on some marketing stuff moving forward. So it's been a little bit, I'm not going to say a challenge. It was to be expected. Um, but honestly, like this past week has been um, really, really awesome just to see the kind of workflow that we're putting together with uh, since Josh um, came in. And, and that's where um, I think at least I can speak for myself. My brain is now kind of like spinning more into, OK, let's get some um, product life cycles out there. Um, and, and that's the exciting part because we didn't really have that in the last two to three months just because we were wearing multiple hats, like I said which we're still doing, but a little bit more organized now. I don't know if that kind of like answered or followed um, what Patrick was saying. Awesome. Yeah, no, I was, I was actually kind of taking a step back and for, for people like myself who aren't in tech kind of asking like, what is the difference between like a backend developer versus like front end versus like a designer? And how do you guys kind of work as a, a unit? Cause I mean, even just on a high level, it's interesting to understand the dynamics because to me like back end just means back end and you know you just picture one person so i just thought it was really interesting as i've learned the nuances between each of your guys roles yeah i'll start it off and then i'll pass it to um patrick and josh to talk about them so at least um on the product design part um the main focus is just really focused on um understanding who the main user of any single platform is and um how, what is their main motive of using whatever application, whatever website, and how can you delight their experience um, in every single step of the way? And for us is, is you know, we, we have all these great collections of wine and, you know, sometimes they sell out in under an hour, sometimes they sell out in less than a day. Um, and, and you have different kind of users that use the platform in different ways. And it's trying to really understand um, those patterns and trying to build out something that eventually can solve a lot of pain points and a lot of issues that people might feel like, but just making it easier and at least um, likable. Um, and through that, it, a lot of research goes into it. You have to interview a lot of customers. You have to ask them the right questions. You have to understand the motives. Um, something else that you have to try to accomplish is then building out designs quickly while testing them. Um, and that's something that has been a little bit of a challenge for me, but I think through, through the next couple of months, as we get a little bit better workflow, um, it'll be better. 
Um, but yeah, and then basically bringing that into a design um, system, um, building out pages, and eventually you hand all that experience, all that knowledge, all that research that you gathered, you put it into designs, you test them, you try to make sure they work, and then you hand them off to um, you know great developers like Patrick and Josh that can eventually build this out. Um, so that's kind of like the product design role um, flow. There's a lot of like different hats that you have to wear, um, but at least that's uh, my explanation from that end. I'll leave that. You wanna, Josh, do you want to talk about like kind of what a front end role is and then I'll maybe kind of dive into like what a back end um, developer may do? Sure. Uh, so as a front end developer, you tend to work really uh closely with your product and UI designers to make sure the experience matches their vision 100%. But also, uh, it's your job to be a subject matter expert and uh, bring knowledge of web technologies to that designer so you can contribute to those designs to some degree. You know, you want to be able to say this other control that uh, may not support or may support other uh, designs that you have is more accessible for, for potential blind users or something. It's really good to have that perspective. And then obviously you implement those designs to the best of your ability. Yep. And so I would say like kind of front end developers is definitely about like coding, like what the presentation of our site looks like. And there's definitely other things that you're doing, but like a high level, I think that's kind of I guess translating designs into like the visuals that people are interacting with on our site. Absolutely. Um, I guess kind of more to like what a what does a backend developer do? It's definitely behind the scenes. Definitely can kind of seem like a black box sometimes. Um, but what a backend developer does is kind of responsible for the system um, that really is kind of one storing your data, but two making decisioning based on the data that is provided. So when you are come to our platform and you buy a share. Um, invest in a share, there needs to be some storage of that data so that you know in your portfolio, like this is how many shares you own. So I guess as a backend developer, I'm really just in control of the data and making a very, you know, fault tolerant, secure, and fast system um, to serve like what our front end application needs. Awesome. It's all magic. <laughs> <laughs> now that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I never really, you know, to to me, the code code is code, but then it's just so interesting to picture out like the 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 stuff that I click on and work with and see, and then all the stuff that has to be running underneath to process all the payments and connect everything and make everything secure. So um it's just been an interesting um experience to be working so closely with you guys on kind of such a complex platform. Um I think what would be interesting now is to just kind of talk about maybe maybe Eric talk about some of the updates that we've we've kind of done to the website and just a little bit of the thinking behind there not necessarily like you know strategy but just you know stuff that we wanted to be able to show to the the users a little bit more and then if anything um you know we can talk about what what may be high level coming down the line or we might be working on in the near future yeah I can I can I can chime in on that um yeah, um, if you get a chance to go into the Vint um, website, the Vint.co, um, you'll notice that we have now um, an updated homepage and, um, and an updated nav, um, top navigation. Um, and other pages as well, like an About Us page and a new FAQ page, we've, we've done uh, some good work on getting some of these um, small updates up live. One of the main... Um, feedbacks that I had gotten from interviews was that the website was A too dark um, 
the old one and B, it didn't really have a lot of um, information about collections or images in general. So one of the things that you'll notice now on the new site, you'll be able to see um, a little bit more of um, past collections that have been sold, um, more bottle shots, um, making it at least a little bit more enticing to, um, to scroll through. And the same thing goes with, um, we've been testing different ways of um, seeing what our users like and how they like to flow through the website. Um, one of the pain points um, that people have brought up before was the, the collections page um, not being visible or reachable. Um, so we've kind of like lifted that a little bit easier for somebody that goes into the website for the first time to kind of see the past collections and the upcoming collections. Um, we've done a good job on putting a top banner to alert um, when a collection has gone live and when it's going live. So it's it's little it's little fixes like that that don't look like um, they're making that big of a difference. But when you're not being asked, um, and Nick can probably attest to this, when you're not being asked constantly all the time through the chat box, hey, when's the collection going live? I, I feel like we're solving a good issue there. Um, but yeah, that's basically the state of the of the website now. And we have more stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, we just have to uh, finish our, our roadmap. And and yeah, we'll give updates as as we release new stuff. Awesome. Yeah, that it looks a lot, a lot fresher. Certainly a lot more information to help people kind of learn who we are and what we're doing right off the bat. And anybody listening, if you have any any comments or any notes you know feel free to obviously send them through our chat bot or email us um you know we're always looking for more feedback on how we can make the platform more delightful for for the user um that is a little bit of insight behind behind the curtain here is the the chat bot it really does just go directly to us um for the most part you're almost always connected to nick which is kind of we're one of the, the few investment platforms where you can connect right with the founder right away, um, at least for the time being. But the, the whole team will be there always to uh, help respond as fast as possible with the information you guys are looking for. Um, well, this has been great. It's great to get a little learn a little bit more about, you know, the guys who really make the, the gears turn. Um, I think I, I kind of want to wrap it up with um, asking you, Patrick, on how how you and Nick kind of got connected and how did I know Nick kind of had the kernel of the idea. How did he, he sell you in on this and get you in on this um, crazy ride? Don't know where Nick wants me to start. I usually tell like the fun origin story of like where we first came to to know of each other. It was way back in seventh grade in Chesterfield County. Um, the Swift Creek sailors knocked out the tomahawk I don't know if you're with the Timberwolves or whatever it was in our middle school soccer championships. So we, Grew up in the same area. We went to rival high schools. But keep I guess in mind, become... hold, hold on. Keep on. <laughs> keep in mind, Patrick observed that game from the sideline, <laughs> and she didn't actually play it. Continue the story. I will continue the story as a winner. Um, I guess we didn't. Uh, we became friends right at the beginning of at UVA. Um, I guess I don't, we won't have to dive into. I guess Nick's arm and that whole story, but. I guess Nick kind of first approached me with this idea that, you know, just the wine industry in general has a lot of problems. He was doing a lot of research around alternative asset investing. Um, and I remember like, like very, 
I think very clearly, I just like, I remember him walking to my room and he was telling me about this. And I was, I said, yeah, I'll build you a website. Kind of like not really thinking much of it. Um, Nick continued to sell me over, you know, the next few months. And one thing Nick is really good at is he is persistent. He's quite resilient. Um, so he eventually convinced me. And I guess that was the beginning. I don't know. Patrick's pretty crazy. I'm pretty crazy. It, it worked uh, convincing him to quit his job. And Patrick actually left his job um, before I did uh, the day that he left Capital One. I resigned from mine. But um, yeah, we're, we're, we have something that I think is pretty special, uh, having met a lot of other um, startup founders, complementary skill sets, shared values and, and really good friends. So um, yeah, it's only up from here. Uh, and we are, we're definitely just getting started. Yeah. That was my first time hearing that middle school story. I, I like it. Um, great. Well, I, that's everything, you know, I'll be insight you guys will have here someday. Um, another episode down the line, will really give you the background on um, myself and, and Sandra and how we kind of got connected with Vince, but I think we'll wrap it up there today. So uh, thanks everyone for listening and we'll uh, have another episode next week. And always um, past performance is no guarantee of future results. Invest Investments such as those on the Vint platform are speculative and involve substantial risks to consider before investing. We do not provide legal business or tax advice. All prospective investors should consult a legal tax or business advisor concerning the subject matter of any communications and any offering. And finally, any forward-looking statements um, are subject to various risks and uncertainties. Uh, see you all next week. Cheers.